Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. And today is a very exciting day because this is the launch episode of the Mediumship Natters podcast. See what I did there? It's so clever. Um, So this is a new concept that Spirit gave me. I'm really, really excited about, which is a, a group podcast. So in a moment, I'm going to introduce you to four incredible light workers who I've previously previously interviewed on the podcast and thought had something very special about them. Don't be offended if you've been interviewed and not asked back. But I wanted to get these ladies together to share in something very, very special, because one of the things that I'm really passionate about is the fact that often in mediumship and spirituality, there are blacks and there are whites, but there are also many shades of grey, 
no, not that kind. This that's a different podcast. And so today I wanted to collaborate with these light workers to find out their opinions on different spiritual things. And we're going to be meeting once a month and discussing stuff. So let's start by introducing the team. First up is the beautiful Sue Quigley. Hi, Sue. Hi, Hannah. Welcome. Thank you for asking me on to here. Thank you for coming. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about you and how you ended up here, not just because you're my pal? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have known each other quite a while now. We we met at a women's networking group, didn't we? We did. We were both doing completely different things. Um, But I run a little practice that I call hardcore healing. Um, What would I label myself as? A colour intuitive, energy healer, psychic medium anything else you want to throw in the ring I guess one of those things but I've always um, I do a lot of work with colour I see colours very differently they they give me information about people Um, and things have really changed I think ramped up as they have for a lot of people in the past couple of years since since the world went a little bit different Mm -hmm. Um, and my work has changed my mediumship has really come forward that's at the front of the game a lot of the time for me now, um, just developing that further. But um, but I think at my heart, healing is always in there somewhere. But I think that's part of all the work. Absolutely. That we do, really, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, thank you for that. And next up, we've got Lisa Justwine. Hi, Lisa. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fan flippantastic. That's <laughs> what I am. I will tell you, because to be in this group of awesome light workers, like, yeah, I thank you for doing that. I'll pay you later. Um, um, I've been doing this um, well over 30 years. Uh, I, I kind of consider myself, I use the hashtag motivational medium. And I'm sort of like a spiritual cheerleader. But um, back when I first started, I, I did not even feel the need to say it's psychic, it's medium, it's whatever. I knew it to be just energy. And mm-hmm. so I've, I've kind of gone with that vibe uh, for over 30 years and it seemed to have served me well. So I'm pretty excited to hear what we're all going to talk about and, and uh, get us chatting about it. So thank you again for inviting me. <laughs> well, thank you for being a part of it. Um, it's it's going to be good. You can feel it already. Uh, Rev. I always have to say it, Laurie. I don't know why. Reverend Laurie Sheridan, sometimes known as Laurie Sheridan. Welcome. Welcome. Well, thank you so much. I'm so excited too. This is a great group and I'm really honored to be here with everyone. So like everyone here, uh, I am also a spiritual psychic medium and really dedicated to helping people make healing connections through mediumship um, and hopefully giving them sense of hope and inspiration that their loved ones obviously live on and are all around us. So very excited to have a lot of different conversations and of course to share with all of you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. And last but by no means least is the gorgeous Jennifer Fezio. (laughs) Hi Jennifer. Hi, Hannah. How are you doing? It's so good to be here with you. Thank you for asking me to be on. And hi, Sue. Hi, Lori. Hi, Lisa. And you're absolutely right, Hannah. I can feel it. I can just feel the energy. It's going to be lovely. So I'm Jennifer, Jennifer Fezio. I am in Houston, Texas. And, you know, I dedicate my life to just bring awareness of spirituality, spiritualism, mediumship, um, 
to the south. I mean, really, Texas, really in need down here. And so I just dedicate my my life to carving paths, new paths out down here uh, for people in my area and, and lots of pockets of Texas. And so I call myself an evidential medium. Some days it's that sometimes I'm a spiritual medium, but I, you know, I live and breathe mediumship. It's what I love. And, you know, I, I, I do the work. I do the classes. I do the mentorships. I do, you know, the circles and, and I'm in mentorship still, um, but just everything I can do to put, I host a fair, I do a ton of stuff, but um, anything I can do to just, yeah, just get it out there in the area that I'm in. I do it because I love spirit and I love, love, love being a medium. So, and I'm so happy to be here and talk about messages today. Yes. So thank you, Jennifer. For Fantastic. Me. And that was a nice opener for me then, Jennifer. We're already in a flow. The, today's topic is one that I find personally really fascinating because I don't think there is one answer. And the question I wanted to pose to all of you experts today is why do some people get messages at demonstrations and some don't? Now, I know that not all of you are demonstrating mediums, but you are all energy intuitives. You all understand energy, how it works, how blending with spirit works. So I would love for your take on that. So I'm going to go straight to Laurie first. I don't know why, but you're all lit up for me, Laurie. So Laurie, tell us about your experiences with this. Well, um, I think it always helps when people smile when you're doing a dem. Okay, I'm making a joke there. You know, sometimes you're sitting and people are like, mm hmm, prove it to me, girl. Okay, and you're like, oh, this is going to be fine. <laughs> no, but um, there definitely are a lot of different philosophies on this. I do like the idea that if we were truly serving the spirit world, that we would be surrendering and really honoring who they have chosen to come through that night um, and that we're doing our best to be of service in that way. Um, that being said, there's so many different variables, um, as many of you, I'm sure, have experienced, you know, um, from the person who recognizes every loved one that you bring through uh, the whole night, <laughs> you know. And I, I think that's one of our... Um, when we demonstrate mediumship, you know, um, really striving to make sure that we get to the right person. Um, and, you know, it's not always perfect. I think that's one of the things, you know, that self-reflection piece after every dem, after every church service, every time we work, you know, what could I do better? Um, was that really for that person? And did I really honor um, who came through, you know? So, potentially the spirit world is in charge and hopefully helping to drive these contacts and the connections and where we're going. But um, we're all human too, and it's coming through us. So, you know, I know that I have, obviously there's switches that can happen, you know, when people come in. Um, so, you know, it's not always perfect is what I'm getting at, but we yeah. do strive to. Yeah. I love um, that. But, yeah. What do other people think, you know? Go on, Jennifer, what do, you, what do you want to say about this? Today, I am under the impression that it's all about healing. The people in spirit needing to heal, that is of utmost importance. Um, and, and, you know, 
it is about them healing. It's of course about the people in the demonstration, in the group reading, needing to heal too. It can be that, you know, equally so, but also, you know, the physical factors have to align. That person in spirit has to feel comfortable saying these things in front of a group, mm-hmm. you know, um, we have to take this into consideration, you know, if they were not a very open person about putting it all out there in front of people and we're not very comfortable expressing their emotions and have a huge apology or want to give remorse about something, you know, they may or may not want to do that in front of a gallery or a group of people. Um, You know, so there's, there's lots of factors to consider, you know, I mean, there's so much I can say about this, you know, that's just a little tidbit that I want to throw in about it, but um, yeah, that's one of my views. Excellent. I would love to pop in here if I could, because I think you make a really good point about, you know, not only a spirit might not be comfortable, but I believe all audience members need to be prepped and ready about what it is that they could potentially experience. And part of that could be having to be very vulnerable in a room full of strangers. So we can't discount the fact that it's both a collaboration between those Mm -hmm. in the spirit world and those in the living um, as to the the lining up of who shows up and, and just because, you know, whatever mom didn't show up doesn't mean she doesn't love you any less. I mean, people sometimes take it so personally that, you know, and I said, you guys, this isn't like McDonald's. You don't just like order up and give me like, (laughs) there has to be that free flowing fun. Like anything can happen um, type of thing, knowing that can also glean messages Um, from someone else's message. Mm -hmm. And just everybody listening, here's a quick example. I was at a huge group one and I had a friend of mine uh, passed away due to kidney disease. And I said to him, Marseille, if you're out there and you care to give me a little nod, that'd be great. But only if you wish to. The very next person he did was someone else who had passed from kidney disease. So I took that as my sign or signal that he was telling me hello. So I hope that helps a little bit for people who are listening. I love that. That's such a good idea. I love that. To surrender to it. Excellent. And Sue, what do you think? Well, as we've all said, there's so many variables, isn't there? There's the there's also the environment to consider where it is. <laughs> the practical point of how many people are in a room. Not every single person is going to get a message. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to rely on the medium. What's our point of reference? What are, what's our reference system? If you've got so many communicators wanting to come through, we will naturally reach, you know, and so who comes through first and that we have some bearing on, but not everything. So there's a lot of factors in play. I mean, I've heard you say before, Hannah, and I think it's right. If you are specifically in need of a reading, if you need one, you really want to hear from your loved one it's probably best to book a one-to-one with a medium because the practical thing about going with a large audience is the medium's only going to be able to do so much. And I've been there sometimes with a medium that's trying to get messages for everyone and you can just see the energy dropping at the end of it. So, you know, we want good energised mediums. So I think you have to go with realistic expectations and also be open to surprise because isn't it wonderful when you do get a message and And you're thinking, I wasn't expecting that. And isn't that a wonderful gift? Absolutely. Well, I hear I've never had one. But then that's kind of my point is I don't I don't come at from a place of need. And I think that is if you're the spirit world and you've got a medium who's got 40 people, say there, 40 people in a a congregation or in a room. 
you know that you're not going to be able to do 40 messages. And I do find that what you're saying there, Sue, is exactly right. Lots of people come almost putting their loved ones to test. If you love me enough, you'll come through. But if everybody came from that perspective. Well, you'd be there about two weeks, wouldn't yeah. you? Trying to deliver a meaningful <laughs> message. Exactly. For everybody. So. But, and your... also, can I, can I yeah, just add, I also think a good medium brings the presence of that loved one through. Mm. And if you're in the audience, because I've seen, you know, quite a few mediums and I've been, I, I've been impressed sometimes by the evidence that comes through. But for me, it's when I'm moved because I feel them bring the persona through, the personality of somebody through. And it's not for me, but I feel it and I know they're there and you're moved by what how they're delivering the message. Mm -hmm. And I think that makes for a magical evening. So even if you haven't got a message, you still part of that community that that experience that experimental experience of bringing spirit through and i think that's a magical evening if somebody is like curious about it and doesn't know if they want a one-on-one -on -one reading yet and you know uh, to, to Lori's point if you go in and you're open and you're smiling and you're just experiencing everything you, you can end up having just as wonderful a time that then might help you feel confident and comfortable about going one-on-one. -on -one. So they can be great experiences for people who are just trying to, you know, dip their toe in the water. Not necessarily I'm trying to test the person because that's the wrong kind of energy, but <laughs> my toe in the water is like, really don't right. even show up. If that's your Yeah. <laughs> we all know we're like yeah <laughs> yeah we've all been there we've all been there and and there is something I mean Laurie's first point there is exactly right there's a natural thing that happens because I think lots of people forget don't they that it's it's a three-way collaboration it's not the medium and the spirit world it's the sitter the medium and the spirit world and yeah being open and smiling and just creating an, a nicer energy I don't necessarily think will make it more likely that the spirit world will work with you because they understand the need but I do think it will make the medium more likely to want to work with you we all have our hearts sink I mean well this sounds awful but you've all had that really grumpy person that puts their hands up and you go oh, not you you look like you've been having the worst <laughs> night of your life for the last hour anyone in this room but you please <laughs> I just, I have to tell you, there was a woman who yeah. sat like this the whole time. And, and she said to me, she says, I just don't understand why my mother won't come through. And I go, well, did you talk to her with that face like that? And she was like, and I go, cause I wouldn't either. And, she, oh and it, was, it was an epiphany for her to say, okay, my body language and all of this matters. And her sister was cracking up next to her. Cause she was like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's why. So yes, your body language and the intention you go in with when you go to a gallery reading um, is important. It's really important. No, uh, having uh, three glasses of wine before the dam and coming in a little sloshed, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so yeah, it 
all matters, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Funnily enough, Sue and I went to a demonstration on Monday where people were three bottles of wine in before the medium started. And that is not recommended, listeners. It is too much. And you think you're being quiet when you're in conversation with your friend next to you. But I assure you, you are not. Um, So there's a balance there as well, because they were so busy chatting about what they wanted to hear that they weren't hearing what was being said. And if they had got a loved one through, they would never have recognized them because they weren't really paying attention. So let's talk about that attention. How much does that matter? Who wants to talk about that? I think it's interesting. I'll just say like, sometimes I notice people seem to be real batteries for the spirit world. And it's interesting, like, it doesn't matter where they go. Like, you know, I notice it with church services, like the same person gets a message almost every single week. And I do think they do know a lot of people in the spirit world, which does increase their odds. Yes. But it's almost like the spirit world is attracted to them in some way. You know, it's so interesting. And yes, they're paying attention, you know, because sometimes I think people are nervous, you know, and they're almost afraid to raise their hand or afraid to to say they understand or they don't want they wait too long. They don't want to take the message from someone. So, you know, really being open like we were talking about. And not being afraid to say, oh, I think that might be for me. Because I think a lot of times when we do get a message, we feel it, don't we? You feel it inside of you, like, that's my loved one. And then the excitement. I mean, it really is a magical experience, like you were saying, Sue, when, I mean, to witness this, you know, and to share in it as a group, that really is the beauty and the potential healing that's possible for everyone, whether you get a message or not paying attention key and speaking up you know because how many times after a dem i understood everything that you said but i didn't want to take it or i didn't want to raise my hand and i've had that people email me and it's like oh number one you feel bad because you're like did i serve you know to the best of my ability did i honor the spirit world you know um and you're like oh i wish they would have said something you know but it is it's so interesting. I mean, there's so many variables because Lisa was saying, you know, because then spirit world's not going to waste the opportunity. So even if maybe they didn't start with your person, your person's going to come in because you didn't raise your hand, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then it unfolds, you know, or at least that's been my experience, you know. Absolutely. It's always Go on. good as well to go with an open mind of anybody coming through. Yes. Because sometimes you can be so fixated on... Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I want to hear from my mom or my dad. 
and you know they get an uncle i'm sure i'm with you i don't want to hear from him yeah you know i've been surprised when some distant relative has come through but you've got to and it's one of the hardest things i think for a sitter to remember everything you know I've, i've been in there myself as an audience member and the medium says they're with me and i'm reaching and i can't remember but actually you know if you become less fixated on needing to hear from one person because sometimes they're enablers aren't they you know Mm. that distant Mm. uncle that you hadn't really got a great relationship is coming through for a reason you know and sometimes it's to bring your other loved one through as well and no matter how close you are with them that's the thing you'll get that it wasn't that close with that person yeah well they want to bring forward a message and sometimes the message is not always earth shattering Sometimes yeah. it's funny or it's loving or it's touching or it's healing or joyful. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes as an audience member, if you're going to do this, also don't be so um, like, well, I didn't know that, that person or, oh, they didn't talk about the fact that the house got sold and that was the bigger issue, not this. Mm-hmm. So that again speaks to as an audience member staying in a state of openness and acceptance. Absolutely. And like you were saying earlier, Lisa, sometimes you can get somebody through at a dem just as a sort of preparation spirit. Like if it's going to be the one that's going to give you the hemorrhaging, heartbreak and the emotion, you might need to be prepared to have a spirit link that doesn't pull in the same Mm -hmm. way before you have the big guns. And that might not happen in that same environment, but it's still valid. And as Jennifer was saying with the healing, it's still part of that healing journey. Healing is also about preparing you to receive spirit, isn't it? And preparing you for that connection. You know, and that makes me think, Hannah, you know, people sit there in the audience and they're like, oh, I'm, you know, they have that fixation on that one person, like Sue said, that they want to come through and they get someone so completely unexpected. And I think sometimes it's because they're really not ready for it. Mm-hmm. And their spirit person knows it. You know, last weekend at my dem, I had a younger lady there who wanted her best friend who passed from a car crash to come through. And her father in spirit did, who this girl absolutely loved. And she's like, her father was there, but she wasn't. And she had started bawling right at the beginning. As soon as I started talking and I'm thinking, your friend, honey, knew probably that that would be a lot for you right you know, right now. And I think that they know if they're going to be sitting in front of us one-on-one. I think it's all orchestrated. I think it's all planned because she, they do. They do have a private session scheduled. Mm-hmm. But it's like they know what we can handle and what we don't. And sometimes it just contradicts what we go into the gallery wanting. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's, that's kind of hard. And, you know, sometimes I'd like to be a fly on the wall and just, you know, be in spirit for a dem once to see how they switch it up and change, you know, like, oh, you know, just put yourself in their shoes. Like they're, they're feeling the medium. They're saying, is it my turn or not? And then they go, but then no one takes them. And then well, what, what happens now? Okay. You better go. You better go, you know, and just to be a fly on the wall, because I feel that that's what happens in mm-hmm. spirit. I don't know about you ladies, but I feel it can kind of you know, they have to kind of switch things up last minute when it doesn't go as they planned. I feel there is a layout to the dem and the order of who comes through and a purpose in all these messages that they want to bring forward to help everyone in the room, you know, for all of you ladies. And this is really, this came from a person who was in a gallery reading. It's about getting messages. Why does it seem sometimes that the focus will be on one person in the audience for an exorbitant amount of time. And 
I mean, I've had someone ask me that. Why do they stay with one person for so long? And I'm just wondering about what you guys think about that. Well, I can add something really quick because uh, I'm guilty of this at times, uh, Lisa. <laughs> um, so with my first contact in a dem, you know, it's like I sometimes hang on just a little bit because you're getting, you're feeling like, all right, we're firing on all cylinders. Let's get this baby flowing, you know, and you're just kind of feeling how the energy is coming together for the night. And when it's really strong, sometimes you're staying in a little extra hair longer than you should, you know, I, I've done that. Yeah. And then um, sometimes um, I'll show one other thing. It's, it's like sometimes, you know, you get, it's almost like sticky. Like sometimes once you open the door for one, like, three more of their relatives try to come through all at once, right? You're like, oh my gosh, I have to get to the other side of the room. And so, you know, so I've seen that, I've had that experience and that, you know, you're literally like, you're shut off, okay. And having to like even turn the body to the other side of the room, really setting that intention for the spirit world. Okay, we need to move, we need to touch other people. We need to um, touch other parts of the room, that type of thing. Um, so those are some of the reasons that, I've had those things happen, um, but what do other people think? Go on. Actually put the intention out there for seven minute contacts and Dems and spirit yeah. really follows it well. You know, I Dem in my space, so it's a great thing, but it can also be a bad thing. I get to do whatever I want with my Dems. <laughs> I do whatever the heck I want. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's great. It's great. Oh. And so people sit at tables. They're not all front facing me. And some mediums might be like, oh, that's so that's different. But mine are at tables. And usually every table gets a contact. Yeah. And it's the most amazing thing. But I asked Spirit for that. If they can so graciously work that out with this lineup of what they have planned for my dem and what they want to accomplish if they can to kind of spread it out. And it really, that's how it goes for me. But that's just been my experience. I'm a step. <laughs> Timings too. I am too, yes. I'm a Capricorn. Yeah. Uh, I can't help it. Everything <laughs> should be neat and boxed in and this is how I want it. Um, but there are times, I mean, one of the things that I've really been experiencing in my Dems recently, which I was hoping would have faded away by now, but actually is that the audience is not wanting to raise their hands. I've got a lot of people coming to Dems now that are new to mediumship and there is that reluctance, even when they recognize it, it's that I'll hold on for one more thing. I'll hold on for what I was expecting, I'll wait. And sometimes you have to really G people up. Come on, I know they're here for somebody. And then that takes time. And that annoys me because it's not in my box. And, um, and, and, you know, and you, by the time you actually get them and you say, what is it you don't understand? Why don't you put the hand up? And they say, oh, no, I understand everything. And then you're like, oh, clock's ticking. I'm going to have to bang through the rest of this. And there is that. I know that that's something I need to work on because when people are new, you know, they're not holding to my time space. They're having their own experience. So that's something that I really, I really am working on is allowing that kind of when I like things to be. Just but so. kudos to you for sticking to it, though, you get what I mean? And making sure that you get to the right person, even if it takes a little bit longer. Sometimes I love that dedication because that's, that's a testament to your work. You, know, you may so. not if you're in my audience. I did threaten to, <laughs> I threatened to lock one audience in yeah. the other day. I said, I'm locking the wall and no one's leaving till somebody takes this because I know they're here for you. And then someone went. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I think it's great to hold the audience accountable. We have to. Mm -hmm. 
and I didn't think I didn't realize that was part of it it's I just thought if the evidence got good enough people would raise their hands but actually I've realized it's nothing to do with the evidence except for if you were to say I've got Mary Jones here she died 67 and she's your grandma unless you can get to that stage which I've never seen anyone do you do have to kind of work with the audience and allow them the healing and the experience they need to put their hands up let's talk about message grabbers (laughs) because we've all seen them we all know them we all know in the church they all you know when you go into a new church and then you give I did this I've only worked in one church and I did it in the one church I've worked in I went in I went to the lady who put her hand up and at the end they went oh God, always <laughs> gets a message and I went oh sorry but I felt like it was with her I I didn't didn't feel wrong because sometimes you can feel can't you when it's not with the right person it doesn't meld so why why do some people get so many messages and some people get none they pull them in (laughs) I mean I do think literally you know some people it's like you know I have a woman here and she's no it's my father but he passed at the same you know (laughs) it's like no we can't we can't go that far we we can't make that work I'm sorry you know (laughs) but there's definitely some of that sometimes yeah what do others think uh well by message grabbers because to me when i hear that it it means two different things to me there is the person who's constantly raising their hand for everything yeah as a message grabber um and and you know you're like appreciate your enthusiasm but you know it's not it's not family reunion for just you yeah um and then what's the other meaning of a message grabber what do you think it means that's that's what I thought it meant that to me is what a message grabber is someone that's just everybody okay so is it that the the messages are for them or they just think everything's for them well this is the question isn't it I think some people have really loud relatives. And I know when I was going through, you know, my trainings, the same classmates, their family members would be the ones to really come in so strongly, like two or three of them would really dominate throughout the whole year of development. And it was just the craziest thing. So I think that there are these these louder, outspoken, you know, family members that love to come in. They love to work with the mediums. And I think a lot of times the message grabbers probably attend the demonstrations a lot and like working with the mediums. So it could be that their, you know, relatives are there for sure, you know, um, and then also they've got to be in a place where they're just so open and wanting something from their loved one in spirit, you know? Yeah, I've done it. I've done it in class, but I felt it wasn't my mom, but I still put my hand up because I wanted to hear from my mom. (laughs) And 80% of it fit. I, I'm guilty. I am because we, even as mediums, we still want that. We still yeah. want to contact, you know. Um, then is the discernment of the medium, isn't it? To know yes. that they're with the right person. And mm-hmm. I think the clairsentience, the feeling, the draw. Because that feeling, yeah. Yeah. But That's- isn't it interesting when you talk about the... Um, the relatives that are just loud and want to come through all the time. And we kind of, because I used to have this floaty idea that once you passed into spirit, everyone became really holy and angelic and never pulled That's in. the problem. Everyone and thinks and that a lot of times. You first, no you, after you, no you. Yes. But of course, if you're loud in this life, you're going to be mm-hmm. even more loving, but still loud yeah. on that side, you know. I keep so, saying that to my children like a threat. 
<laughs> you guys. You know, yeah. So that's my, you know, that's a thought I've, I've had a lot, you know, we have the more extroverted personalities over there in spirit, but yet I know when we all do these galleries, there is this orchestration of an overall message an overall touching of the audience. Um, and there is a some, somewhat, I think of an order that they try to follow, but yes, yeah, sometimes I really feel the loud mouse get out of order sometimes, and they just don't want to wait in turn. Do you find that to be true, Sue? Do you experience that? I've actually seen it. I've been yeah. in an audience where, and, and it was so hilarious, and she was such a brilliant medium, but she was just like, oh, for goodness sake. And she just went, I've just got to say, your family are so loud. And the whole, the woman that she was giving the message for just completely cracked up, and she went, yeah, that's what they're yeah. like. That in itself you know, is the evidence, so yeah. I, I like that there is still an element of the personality and the person, you know, that they bring through. That's good. Absolutely. Yeah. We remain, when the audience... Go ahead, Hannah. No, go on. I was just going to say we remain people not, and, yes. and us and the essence of us and not just some better versions. Yeah, yeah. I, I make it a point to tell my audience that. And when I say audience, I do very small, intimate galleries. I make it small. I make it intimate 15 to 20, you know, that they're still them. And that, I think, is the biggest hindrance to us as mediums placing the contact, having them understand why they get contacts, why sometimes they don't. We're not these, like Sue said, holy, white, brilliant balls of light beings over there. You know, we are people over there still, you know? And, that's and everybody that comes mm -hmm. to a gallery needs to understand nobody could want to get a message for you more than we do. We, yeah. we yeah. do. We want so much for you to find the love or the peace or the connection that you're looking for. But we also don't get the ability to order who we want or choose yes yeah so um you know it, it, it is hard when we see people have to walk away and and they haven't received a message mm -hmm. um you know that it, it does it, it's hard sometimes but again if you are sitting gallery you can always discern some sort of small message even if it was for someone else mm -hmm. if it was a father-daughter connection and you were hoping for that um you can still feel something and i know it's not as exciting or maybe as, as helpful, but at least there's something there that you can take from that. And you're still sitting in the presence of the spirit world, which is pretty damn awesome. Yeah, It's still pretty cool, guys. So, yeah. So talk about being, one last point I want to cover with you guys. How can a sitter be as ready as they possibly can be to receive a message. We've talked about being ready. What do we actually mean by being ready? What is that? Clean knickers? Brush the teeth? What do, <laughs> you know, what do, we, what do we want our sitters to bring? No control. Mm -hmm. You know, open to anything. And that's, you know, get rid of the fixation. Get rid of the hope. You know, trust in spirit that they are going to give you exactly what you need. And chances are it's not what you're expecting. <laughs> it will be something that's a million times more wise, more better, more awe in invoking, more inspiring than you could possibly imagine through the contact, through the message, through everything. Yeah. I would just add to that. I love that. Um, and 
you guys, everyone has had such great suggestions today. I loved it. Um, but I would definitely say, say a little prayer before you go, you know, invite your loved ones to come close. They know where you're going. Um, you know, and, you know, I don't think it hurts to tuck a little something of theirs maybe in your pocket or in your purse, call in a little extra mojo there. Okay. <laughs> and, um, really just set that intention, but also, um, the open-mindedness and really feeling the love for everybody, um, who gets to experience this or whoever gets a message. And I love what you said, Lisa, you know, just witnessing it, just sharing it. It really is a whole group experience. Every group is different. Everybody blends their energy, their loved ones coming in. Think about all those people from the spirit world and then everyone present, you know, um, and just the beauty of that, you know, and sharing in that evening. And um, gosh, you know, like you said, we do try to touch as many as we can, you know, um, that, that really is the honor of being able to do this work. Yeah. I have on a very basic human level, go to the bathroom, um, wear, wear comfortable clothes, um, make sure that you eat before you come. If you're supposed to like on a very human level, make sure yeah. you're comfortable physically to, yeah. to sit there and to be open for that. If you are having a horrible day, leave that outside because yeah. that that's going to affect the mood and the energy of it. So on a very basic human level, that's something that people need to be prepared for it and be excited about the unknown because that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And and just on that, the element of the unknown, I think come and be curious. Yeah. And that element of wonder as in, I wonder who wants to come and commune with me? You know, who could it possibly be rather than get quite fixated? And, you know, I've had messages from people that I had, dare I say, long forgotten. And wasn't expecting to come through. And it was yeah. it was wonderful when it happened. But I had to then be reaching a little bit and think, well, who on earth is that then? You know, so the more that you can be open to stretch your awareness and your mind and go with that element of curiosity. And, and just know that actually it's a bit of an experiment. And mm -hmm. that can be quite exciting as well. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. And I think Laurie touched on it there. And I would just like to add... I think there's something about being a good sport. I think if you can sit and watch somebody else receive a message and feel so happy for them that they are receiving a message, even though you want one, I don't think that can hurt your chances. It can't hurt your energy. If you get in a huff because you felt like you should have got a message by now, you're shutting, you're pinching yourself off from that wonderful energy. So sit in the wonder of it, sit in the in that I cannot believe that that lady right now is hearing from her dad and look how much it means to her. And I do think that opens your energy up somehow. Well, thank you very much, ladies. It's been an absolute joy. It went so quickly. Um, thank you all for sharing your wisdom and I cannot wait to learn more from you next month. Thank you, Hannah. Thank Thanks, you. Hannah. Thank Enjoyed you. it. Thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.